and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 11th day of February, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hey. It is a Thursday morning. Hopefully, it will be a good one for you today as we head into the weekend. And President's Day coming up on Monday, Big J. How do you plan on celebrating President's Day? Uh, I, I don't really have the day off. You don't Sleeping recognize in. it? That's it? You don't hang up like President's Day decorations? No. Wife doesn't get caught up in the hysteria? No. Hmm. Not sure why it's a day off, really. No, me either. It should be the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the Super Bowl, I mean, President's Day is always the uh, the third Monday in February, which makes it tough because the Super Bowl is usually long No, I up. mean, they should just rearrange that whole thing. We've talked about that. We said we'd give up uh, Pre- uh, Columbus Day for it as well shouldn't even be a holiday and we'd swap it out for super bowl yeah. monday but alas i believe we're screaming into the ether and uh, it will ether! never change it shall never change uh thursday means you're going to get a nerd alert courtesy of radio's big j that's going to be happening this morning we have uh two more chances for somebody to be qualified for the two thousand dollars courtesy of lee reed idaho's diamond jeweler We're going to give that away tomorrow morning. So if you want to get in on that action, that's going to happen around 740 or so. Additional fun and excitement shall happen over the course of the program today, including another person tricked for a We're Going to Hell story. But first, we have music to play. Music like Mr. Robert Zombie. Dragula kicking things off this morning here on the X Rocks. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, hey, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com to get more information. Missed this yesterday, but uh, on early Tuesday evening, the West Ada School District uh, Board of Trustees approved a plan to return middle and high school students to the classroom at the end of next month. The board voted 4-1 to to approve the district's plan to return students in-person classes with an amended start date of March 29th. The original plan had listed April 9th for high school and April 13th for middle school students, but they changed that to March 29th. Trustee Renee Azuna made a motion for the amendment of a possible return between March 29th and April 9th, the decision to come from the superintendent at the next board meeting. In discussing plans, uh, the board will continue to watch the situation over the next couple of weeks and adapt as needed. And of course, once the students are back in school as well, they will keep an eye on that kind of stuff. But as of right now, we have a tentative return date to in-person schooling for the kids in the West Ada School District. So could be something other school districts follow or at least something you may want to be aware of. So there's that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers celebrated their Super Bowl victory with a boat parade yesterday. On the Hillsborough River near downtown Tampa, Tampa, at one point during the parade, Tom Brady tossed the championship Lombardi trophy to Cameron Brayton in another boat. In addition to watching from shore, dozens of people gathered in their own boats and other watercraft, but they were told to stay at least 50 feet away from the players' boats. Do not make eye contact with the players. Do you understand? Yeah, no pirates here. Do not look Tom Brady in the eye. <laughs> he will steal your soul to remain young. Keep that in mind as well. If you are a fan of Stanley Kubrick, it looks like another one of his movies is going to get the Eyes Wide Shut treatment. 
meaning he did some work on a film and then some other director is going to finish it. Apparently, Bruce Hendricks and uh, Galen Walker have optioned the rights to uh, his last project he was working on called Lunatic and Large, and they plan to adapt it into a feature. Now, this is a little bit different than Eyes Wide Shut, as Kubrick had about half of the movie in the can for that when he passed away. With this Lunatic at Large, this is just basically him with uh, some scripts and uh, some storyboards. Obviously, no casting had been done and no filming had been done, so this is like really kind of taking one of his last, I guess, projects he was kind of kicking around and deciding to make it into a uh, fun little movie. Now, this was one of the three films found in the director's library at his death in, in 1999. Plot details are under wraps, but it's being described as a film noir thriller, which uh, yeah. you could probably describe as pretty much any Kubrick film, I would think. Yeah. Uh, but he is going to, or they are going to work on that, and they're looking for a 20... 22 release so another kubrick side project making the way to the big screen big j's nerd alert on 100.3 the x rocks zynga nick it's a game company that makes games for uh mobile uh you might have played words of friends at some point sure uh farmville no they <laughs> well it was uh pretty successful kicked off the mobile gaming uh i guess uh the, the whole thing, really, on Facebook uh, several years ago. Well, the company, in their latest earnings report, has stated, we expect our first Star Wars game to enter soft launch in early summer with the potential to launch by the end of the year. So uh, that is some pretty spectacular news. Not sure exactly what the Star Wars game will be, but it seems we're not going to have to wait too long. And an investor Q&A, CEO Frank Gibbu, wouldn't be drawn on more details, but added there'll be more news on the Star Wars title as we progress into the first part of the year. Uh, Zynga opened up a brand new Austin, Texas studio to develop its Star Wars game, adding that it had a mission of bringing AAA console visuals and deep, compelling gameplay to mobile platforms. So look out. I mean, you've got a couple of Star Wars games out there already. And uh, as they said, uh, Lucasfilms, when they kind of created this new gaming uh, brand that they have, that they're uh, unleashing the Star Wars uh, on everybody. So here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we'll see what that brings. Uh, the Entertainment Software Association, Nick, the ESA, the organization that puts together E3 every year, is reportedly planning for a digital-only event this summer. Now, they had to cancel last year, of course, because of the pandemic. And according to documents uh, obtained by Polygon, E3 2021 will likely consist of three days of live stream coverage with time allotted for an award show, a preview event, and two-hour keynotes for major publishers. In a statement that ESA shared with several publications, a uh, spokesperson confirmed the organization is working on transforming the E3 experience for 2021, adding, we will soon share exact details on how we're bringing the global video game community together. Are you going to watch any of this if it streams? Uh, yeah, you know, it depends. Sometimes, you know, it, well, also a lot of that has to do with what kind of game experiences we're going to be expecting here in the coming year so i'm really looking forward to battlefield 6 and i'm sure that they'll probably be doing some special stuff around that so we'll see as uh, the uh, the word comes out about some of the games that we'll be seeing in 2021 probably though not until the fall but that's what e3 is for to get you pumped up for that and it might not seem like it uh, but uh you know if you're trudging through snow every time you step outside springs on the way 
And Epic Games, Nick, Epic Games is a basically another computer store, a computer game store online. And they're getting into the spirit of the season with its spring showcase. It will feature announcements, gameplay footage, and extended looks at games. The showcase will stream the company on the company's, um, on the company's Twitch channel today at noon. Uh, while Epic didn't give any hints as to what it has in store, the company recently told PC Gamer it has more exclusives coming in the next two years than we've published to date. Epic is also running a showcase sale with discounts on several games starting uh, today at 1 o'clock. You'll be able to save up to 20% on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 20% on the uh, claimed Hades, and 40% on SnowRunner, and 10% on Cyberpunk 2077, as well as a bunch of Star Wars games, including Squadrons. There you go. It's your Nerd Alert, courtesy of Radio's Big J. On the way, some important stuff. Let's not forget we also have to go to hell next hour as well, and the dating game will be up. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. Holy Jesus, if you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-431-4444. Chat on with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Hopefully you don't need me to remind you, but Valentine's Day is just a couple of days away, dude. That's right. So if you haven't yet, let me make a recommendation to you. If you are in a relationship, do not wait until Valentine's Day to start posting some sweet stuff about your significant other on your social media. What? A new poll found that 66% of Americans in relationships say they would like their romantic partners to post more online PDA, public displays of affection. And while uh, they say that it's always nice to see that stuff on Valentine's Day and their birthday and anniversaries, uh, it, it, according to at least this survey uh, from one poll, for 66% of Americans and 86% of women, Big J, say that, uh, you know what, it'd be nice to have that stuff happen on days where it's not some sort of significant anniversary or holiday. Uh, holiday. And it becomes frustrating when it only happens on those days. So, so, so we've transferred the virtual world now to real life, like flowers and the sort of romantic exchanges that we only get on those days. Correct. Yeah. Uh, they don't like when it just happens on the anniversaries. They'd like a little bit of love on the other days as well. Uh, ideally, they want to see some posts about from their significant other about them and their relationship three to four times a month. That's the that's the sweet spot. But while uh, a whole bunch want more online PDA, 27% say they want their partner to post less about them. So there's that. Well, make up your damn minds. Well, I mean, I think they have. 66 is way more than 27. So if you're posting a bunch about your relationship, you may want to think about that. The uh, poll also found that 51% of social media users admit judging people who post about being in a relationship too much. While 49%, almost as many, say they assume a relationship might be in trouble if neither member has posted about their partner in the past six months. Overall, 36% say they usually enjoy seeing some sort of romantic uh, PDA on their social media from their friends. And 24% say they totally dislike it. So, if you're not posting, you should, is what it basically boils down to. Uh, And so, as Valentine's Day is right around the corner, don't just make it a Valentine's Day post. Those things are considered cliche, thank you. You have to go above and beyond. Do you understand? Yeah. Maybe try a roast on that day. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. You let me know how that goes over. (laughs) 
The Boston Red Sox sent outfielder Andrew Benatendi to the Kansas City Royals in the three-team trade yesterday. That also included uh, the New York Mets. The uh, Boston traded the outfielder and an unspecified amount of cash to the Royals for outfielder Franchi Cordero and a couple of players to be named later. Also, uh, Boston also received a minor league pitcher and a player to be named later for the Mets. A bunch of people you never heard of with the exception of uh, ben and Teddy, who had been playing for Boston the last couple of years. Well, Big J, uh, the Mandalorian is going to look a little bit different, and the Star Wars universe is going to have to be shuffled around a little bit as well, because Gina Serrano has been fired from the Mandalorian because of a bunch of Twitter posts on social media. Uh, the latest one happened, and Disney really decided to remove themselves from the conversation after uh, she compared being a Republican to being Jewish in Nazi Germany. That's a tough comparison to make. And this is also the uh, fifth time, according to Disney, that they have had to talk to her about her tweets and her social media presence. Uh, and so it's not like she hadn't been warned, I guess, that things could happen. And, you know, she was in line for a spinoff for The Mandalorian and everything. And now they're just going to completely remove her from the <laughs> Star Wars universe because of it. Uh, the biggest one that she had blow up, according to this one, before getting fired yesterday was uh, she had posted a bunch of really bad uh, tweets about uh, transsexuals and people transitioning. And uh, Pedro Pascal, of course, has a sister that recently transitioned. And so he was super upset about it. And the one thing that you can't do, Big J, is piss off the star of the show. You understand? Yeah, and he had been supporting her. Right, right. Uh, through some of this stuff. Right. And then he basically uh, got to the point where he didn't want to work with her anymore. And then Disney had to sit down and talk with her and go, hey, this kind of stuff probably isn't smart. If you want to stay with us, you're going to have to kind of curb this kind of stuff. And then she went ahead and did that yesterday. And so that's it for her. I'm sure she'll be fine, but she's just not part of the uh, Star Wars universe anymore. And uh, that is a costly, costly social media presence, Big J. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, again, nobody's saying she doesn't care. No, no. She's got some some issues going on. And uh, and I'm not sure that there is a it's, it's a very weird situation that we are in right now that that somehow this makes people more popular being in a controversy like the uh, the country star that dropped the end bomb just got himself like the number one album in America for the last four weeks. Marilyn Manson's streaming numbers are through the roof since he has been accused of abusing women. And who knows what's going to happen with uh, Gina Serrano. I mean, I feel like I should commit a crime for the sake of the ratings of this show. It's it's, it's a weird, weird look. And not a good one, for being honest. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Texas for today's We're Going to Hell story by way of the internet. And sometimes we need a good reminder as to how gullible people can be. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try real hard not to victim shame here, but it's one of those things where you you almost have to at least take a step back and go, how? How? How How did you not know this was was a thing? But it's a story of a high-profile catfish, Big J. Oh, man. Now, we don't play a lot of him or any of him, but I'm sure at least through osmosis or some other way, you have heard the name Bruno Mars before, yes? Oh, yeah, of course. He did, did a wonderful Super Bowl halftime show. There you go. Uh, and uh, one would think that Bruno Mars is, is doing pretty well for himself money-wise, right? 
Yeah. I mean, he's all right. He's got some cash. He's one of the uh, bigger acts in the world when it comes to music. So you would think everything's okay. But that didn't stop a 63-year-old woman from Texas from uh, having a Bruno Mars-like situation happen to her. Basically, uh, she's 63 years old. She's from Texas. She's uh, living a pretty good life. And all of a sudden, Big J, one of the biggest pop stars in the world slides into her DMs. Hey, baby. Yeah. I'm TV's Bruno Mars. How are you? And this begins a two-week torrid online love affair, if you will, Big J. Nice. This 63-year-old woman from Texas and uh, one of the biggest pop stars in the world, Bruno Mars, on Instagram, unverified account, but he uh, continues to send her uh, snapshots of him on tour, you know, of his hands while he's talking to other people backstage, all that kind of stuff, and she is full-on in love. And that is when, after uh, a couple of weeks, Bruno Mars, via, again, DM on Instagram, says, hey, baby. Uh, I, I know you probably are hearing some things about things are going well, but I got to be honest. Uh, we are having a tough time having ends meet here on the tour. And I'm surprised he can even tour. My right management. Uh, this is back in 2018. Oh, the story I gotcha. just came uh, came wild right now. But anyway, he's like, uh, things are going bad. I'm not. Uh, my management passed a bad check and uh, forgot to pay my backup dancers. I could really use some help. And so he asks for $10,000 from this lady. And she is well off. And so she writes, uh, she, he asks her to make out the check to friend of the band. And so that's who she writes the check out to for $10,000. And boom, it works. It works so well, Big J, that Bruno Mars, of course, is like, hey, let's do this again. So now he asks for $90,000 to finish a couple other things. And she said, okay, sent another check for $90,000. I'm not sure who has that kind of money lying around, but apparently this woman does. So this whole thing happened in a little over a month between September and October of 2018. And so she sent him $100,000 in that particular amount of time. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, and so she How did dare so you, Bruno? because uh, Bruno uh, apparently in the uh, messages promised to leave his tour and spend some time with her. And so it has gone crazy. And of course, uh, right around the time that the $90,000 check was cashed, strangely enough, Big J, that's when Bruno Mars stopped returning her direct messages. You understand? And the account suddenly disappeared. And they decided to do everything. And so the woman has been trying to track down some information. And finally, the story has gone public because they found the two people behind the fake account that had catfished this woman thinking it was Bruno Mars. And so it's a good opportunity for us to say, hey, listen, if you meet anybody on the Internet, don't send them any of your money. Okay? Certainly, yeah. don't send any money to somebody that says they're famous. I mean, that's it's not quite the Prince of Nigeria scam, but it's pretty close to being up It's there. the same line. Yeah. Same lines. But this one is a little bit more easily refutable. Like, I mean, you probably couldn't argue if you were falling for the Prince of Nigeria thing. Who knows that? But you would think enough people know Bruno Mars to go, this is coming to me from an unverified Instagram account. Why should I be sending this person money? Yeah, this reminds me of like, that commercial was going around for a while. I don't remember who the advertiser was, but it was like, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> right. 
It's uh, it's not good. Like I, I see her sharing this information with her friends, but they're all in their late 60s, and so they don't know how any of this works. Instead of maybe sharing <laughs> it with her grandkid, and the grandkid's like, "Hey, this isn't a verified account. Yeah. What are you doing, Grandma? You're verified. getting ripped off." What's what's the check mark mean? And so there's a lot of issues that go along with it, but I, mostly it has to do with making sure you're you're protective of yourself and your money. Because listen, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but Gal Gadot could ring my doorbell and ask for a hundred grand, and I tell her to pound sand. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just no, one of I those. Don't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you should. I would find it. <laughs> you're a married man. No. Morning after with Nick and Big J. The dating game <laughs> is next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much. Right now on 100.3, DX rocks. Dos mas dias until we give away that little thing we like to call a $2,000 gift certificate to Lee Reed, Idaho's diamond jeweler, just in time for Valentine's Day. You could spend it on whatever the heck you want, and it's going to be glorious, and you have two more chances to qualify, including one right now if you want to play a little thing called The Dating Game, 208-287-1003. Big J is going to read you a fact that happened on a particular date. He'll follow it up with three additional facts. You need to figure out if those facts happened before or after the original date that Big J told you. If you get two out of three correct, you are qualified. You're in the drawing that we're going to do tomorrow, and we're going to send you a discount coupon and a $10 gift card to Adam and Eve that you can spend on whatever you want as well. Just in time for Valentine's Day, too. It's a nice little package. Big J, are you prepared? Yeah, I'm prepared, Going man. To the phone. Ready to go. We go. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Jeremy. All right, Jeremy, you're up first. Good luck. On this date Thank in you. 1990, Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson to win the heavyweight championship and pull off one of the biggest upsets in boxing history. So did the following boxers become heavyweight champions before or after 1990, okay? Okay. Evander Holyfield, did he become champion before or after 1990? Um, before. That is incorrect. Wrong. All right, Jeremy, you need the next after. two right. He won the belt in 1991. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, before or after 1990? Before. Right. That's correct. Lennox Lewis, before or after 1990? Um, after. Right. That is correct. Got it done in crutch yeah. time, Jeremy. 1992. Congratulations. Ooh. You are officially qualified for that $2,000 gift card to Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. We're going to send you that Adam and Eve stuff. You hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. And that's how it works. Sometimes you're under pressure and you perform just like Jeremy did. One more chance for you to get qualified. We're going to do that tomorrow. So make sure you tune in around this time for your last chance to get in on this dating game action courtesy of Lee Reed. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. The important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat online with an attorney 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Your idea of what a gamer is might need some updating, my friend. Oh, well, I feel like I'm a gamer. Well, you're much more into this particular thing than, uh, than most people think. A energy company surveyed about uh, 20,000 adults to find those who enjoy playing video games are now most likely to be family men, property owners, and those making over 55000 a year. 
41% of women identified as gamers as well, but they were much more likely to play on their mobile phones rather than their consoles. Men also preferred to play first-person shooter games or virtual sports, while women reported liking strategy and puzzle games the most. Also, uh, men reported spending an average of an hour and 40 minutes per day gaming, while women spent an average of an hour and a half. Uh, they usually are in their late to uh, late 30s to early 40s and do own a house. The console choice for men was PlayStation. And for teenagers and women, it was Xbox. So uh, there's that. And, of course, uh, they like to play on their phones as well. So the gamers in the world happen to be a little bit older and a little bit more financially secure than a lot of people think. I think when the term gamers thrown around, sometimes you think it's just like a kid in his basement or something like that playing video games but that apparently yeah. is not the truth that includes you too yeah hell yeah i'm not arguing it at all i'm just saying it's a, there's a perception and a reality to these things you understand you're fancy uh who is you are how's that you got one of those playstations that's true i do not a playstation 5 though uh not for lack of trying though <laughs> nhl said yesterday that vegas golden knights forward thomas nosek had tested positive for the coronavirus and was in isolation vegas still scheduled to play the ducks today Pending test results of players and staff on both teams. Meanwhile, Victor Rask of Minnesota was added to the COVID-19 list, the Wild now having 13 players on that list, either due to positive tests or contract tracing. Their games are postponed through at least Saturday, so the NHL is now dealing with a little bit of coronavirus fallout. It's happening on a team-by-team basis, but uh, not as bad as the NBA once was. So uh, they're just postponing a couple of things, and we'll see what happens. Speaking of gaming and PlayStation, uh, HBO's The Last of Us has announced some of their cast. Uh, Pedro Pascal, he of Mandalorian fame, is going to star as Joel in the franchise. Uh, Bella Ramsey also going to star as Ellie in the franchise. Bella, if you're not familiar with Game of Thrones, uh, maybe you should be. She popped up in about five episodes of that. And so the story is going to be based on the Sony PlayStation franchise, uh, based on two video games for the console, both of them award-winning video games, and fantastic, by the way. Uh, Last of Us 2 just won Video Game of the Year, and it was my favorite game that I played in 2020. It was so, so good. What made it so good? Well, it's just, it's difficult, but you know when... Clearly, I have no idea. When when a video game has a narrative story that draws you into it, that makes you care about the characters in this particular thing, Mm -hmm. it's... It makes the video game that much more fun to play. And that's what The Last of Us did. In my opinion, it it actually kind of prioritized the storytelling and the narrative and the plot of the game uh, almost more than the gameplay. But the gameplay was incredibly satisfying. But just the story that you go through with these characters and in nonlinear aspects as well makes it really, really cool and really, really, you know, interesting. And you care about these characters by the end of the video game. And there's not a lot of video games out there like that. Like, I mean, the last video game that made you care like that, can you think of one? Yeah, Cold War. There you go. Well, which were the characters that you cared about? Uh, Adler. Is he a running character throughout all the the Call of Duties or no? No, this is new. Yeah, so uh, this one is is one of those deals where you get hooked in with these characters over a couple of video games. But see, that's why I like the campaigns so much. It's because that's a natural thing that you're going to i mean that's the whole goal it's a story uh being driven so yeah i, I mean i probably would love this game uh, i guarantee you you would love this game but you'll never be able to play it morning after with <laughs> nick and big j uh, there's your important stuff culture smackdown on the morning after with nick and big j heck yeah how about this let's get you a gift card 30 uh th- 
30. A $25 gift certificate to Section 37 Axe Room, Nick. Uh, I've got three locations here in the Treasure Valley. Get out there, uh, let off some steam, throw some axes around, maybe join a league, have a good time. We'll get you set up with that. If you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, good luck. Phone number is as follows, 208-287-1003. Now, you're going to have to defeat Big J in order to claim this prize. Could be difficult, could be easy today. I'm not sure. That is up to Big J. Let's go to the phones and get a contestant. Hello, The X. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, you are up first. Mike, native to Australia, the kookaburra is what type of animal? Snake. Snake. Wrong. Good guess, because they're full of snakes in Australia, but no, it's not a snake. Hello, the X. Hello? Hey, native to Australia, the kookaburra is what type of animal? It's a bear. A what? A bear. A bear. She's saying a bear. Wrong. It's not a bear. Hello, the X. Hello? Hey, native to Australia, the kookaburra is what type of animal? A bird? Yeah. Right. It's a little teeny tiny bird. A kookaburra. Nice. A kookaburra. Big J, because it contains no cocoa solids, what type of chocolate technically isn't chocolate at all? I will give you multiple choices. Oh, thank God. Dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate? I'm going to go with dark chocolate. That is incorrect. Wrong. What? Dark chocolate uh, very much has cocoa in it. Uh, do you happen to know the answer there, my friend? Can you ask the question one more time? Uh, because it contains no cocoa solids, what type of chocolate technically isn't chocolate at all? Dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate? White chocolate? Yeah. yeah. Right. It is white chocolate. Big J's second choice. Uh, congratulations, my man. You got a Section 37 uh, Axe Room gift certificate. You hang on one second, and yeah, I'll get some dude. information from you. Uh, are you a fan of white chocolate? Yes. You do. You like it. But the thing that confused me, I'll be honest, because I think I was just reading about this, that, that dark chocolate is actually a, can be a vegan product. There you go. So that I just, I don't know why. I got it. I got myself all up in the dairy. Morning after with Nick and I'm Big J. milk myself a cow. There's your pop culture smackdown headlines next on the X-Rock. <laughs> headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, the one you just heard about on the X, so take care of it yourself and check out Team Mazda at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Exercise is bad. Crappy day and like a damn horror show. Uh, exercise is bad. A woman was saved from an axe-wielding man thanks to a passing driver. Gina Callaghan was jogging on 7th Avenue in Central Phoenix last week when she says a man suddenly started chasing her while holding an axe and shouting. She says she ran away from him and desperately tried to flank down passing drivers on the road. One good Samaritan stopped, led Calligan into her car and called 911. Police then arrested the suspect, 25-year-old Josh Elcher, and described him as a homeless drug addict. That's never good. Where he got the uh, the axe from, then I'm not sure, right? Yeah. Either way, he faces aggravated assault charges. Now, I used to live in Phoenix, Big J, and I saw where this young lady was jogging. Not a great area. Like 7th Avenue and McDowell is where she was, right around McDowell and Thomas. I'm not sure why you would be jogging in that area to begin with, but I'm very happy she's okay. And I'm also very happy that they got the axe away from that too. Because that could have gone bad. But another reason not to jog, Big J. Yeah, I agree. Chalk it up in the exercise is bad column.
Crappy day or like a damn horror show? Like a damn horror show. A huge sinkhole has opened up in a public park in England that used to be a burial site that contained around 80,000 corpses. The sinkhole opened up in Grand Gardens, which is a park that opened in 1914 and is sitting above a former cemetery that is believed to hold about 80,000 people in it. Memorials and structures from the cemetery have since been removed, but the graves themselves were supposed to remain intact underground. Now, the sinkhole is believed to have formed over the site of a former large crypt that was not filled in properly. Locals posted about the sinkhole on social media, some calling it scary and eerie. A Liverpool City Council spokesperson says workers have responded to the issue and it will be filled in. They do believe that the wet weather they've been getting in England lately has contributed to the sinkhole being formed. Or Big J are the souls trying to escape their uh, their never-ending crypt. I think that 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 makes sense to me. Right, escape and now the crypt. they've been unleashed via the sinkhole on the unsuspecting public, so we can expect an uptick of hauntings in and around the England area. Correct? Yeah. Now, now I'm just ready for the new. Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Sinkhole Crypt? Sinkhole Crypt. <laughs> Did you watch any of the new Tales from the Crypt? No. Well, then, it's, then it won't matter if they tell this story anyway. We'll wrap it up with Crappy Day. Ruining everything. Nobody wants to get covered in human waste during their workday unless they do. Do you, Big J? No. Okay. Well, a crash occurred early on Wednesday morning off of Sheridan Street near, near 20th Avenue in Hollywood, Florida, where the driver of a big rig told local news he was hauling a bunch of fertilizer while traveling along the road when he spotted a red pickup truck speeding in the other direction. He said all of a sudden the uh, driver lost control, crossed over the median, and crashed into the front of a home. He said because of that, he had to stop his big rig suddenly to avoid being hit by the vehicle, and that caused a bunch of human waste to spill out, covering his truck and the pickup truck and the entire street. It's like Back to the Future. He added that after the crash, the pickup driver casually walked away from the scene of the crash. Of course, it took over six hours to clean up the scene from all the fecal matter that was involved. Police are still on the lookout for the driver of the red truck who fled, and they're asking for anybody that has information to contact them because he caused a pretty big accident and a lot of human poop all over the roadways and vehicles, which is never a good thing. Nobody wants that. So... Steer clear fertilizer trucks, Big J. Just in case you're curious. Apparently, it's pretty easy to spill these things. And I want no part of that. I'll take a window chip every now and again from a gravel truck, but don't want to have any fecal matter spilled on my car, you understand? Yeah. Thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date on everything. Asking Alexandria, they don't want what we want here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I, I don't know much about this story, Big J, but it sounds like somebody's about to be pretty rich. Yep, and uh, I tell you what, you're always waiting for the jackpot, really. You know, you're cleaning out uh, your uncle's attic, Nick. He's 97 years old. We've all done it. Uh, lived in the same house almost all of his life. Uh, ne- never had kids or a wife. So uh, this gentleman, his name is James uh, Messini. I was known as Uncle Jimmy. Hey, Uncle Jimmy. (laughs) Like, literally. Uh, And his nephew, uh, when it was time to go uh, through all of the stuff in the attic, uh, found a pristine and wonderful collection of baseball cards, Nick. Man, just a jackpot. Uh, Uncle Jimmy had six signed Babe Ruth cards. Six? Yeah. Signed? He had a collection of more than 1,000 vintage baseball cards, including that signed Babe Ruth card from 1933. Uh, the Ruth card alone, that one is expected to get over $100,000. Uh. 
He had a signed Lou Gehrig 1933 card, a signed Jimmy Fox 1933 card, a 1969 top super rookie Reggie Jackson card, and a near mint mint Jackie Robinson 1949 card. Jesus, man. Yeah. Did he not um, tell anybody about any of this stuff? No, yeah, he kept it all to himself. What? And apparently uh, the, uh, the, the the family there had this uh, collection um, graded, and, and some they've never seen this stuff so good. Some of these cards are in such great condition because this gentleman uh, was so proud of his collection that he kept it protected. In the attic. And, yeah, and, and that, um, I mean, the colors on these cards are like none they've seen. Jesus. Good for so, him. So uh, it is worth millions of dollars, and it's going to go up for auction here uh, very soon. Boy, that family is going to fight tooth and nail for that. With no, like, honest-to-goodness, you know, heirs? Forget about it. It's going to well, be no, like a I, I finder's think, no, keeper's I, I am battle. I'm pretty sure he left, it, left all of his stuff to his nephew. Oh, okay. Well, then if so. it's on the up and up, that's. I thought maybe, like, you yeah. know, he had passed away, and so that they, they were up there just kind of cleaning up his and place. And here's the thing. None of them knew about this. No. Nobody in the family knew. It's just one of those things that this guy had done when he was uh, younger. Much younger, apparently, if it's all from yeah. 1933. My God. But good for him. Good for the family. Congratulations. That's, uh, that's the dream, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, I don't know. Do you, have, do you still have any <clears throat> of your cards? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've, we've got some, and then we sell them on eBay. Any of them worth got a any? racket going on. Uh, yeah, there were a couple cards here and there. None of them were in my possession, but <laughs> my God, all my stuff I kept was garbage. But Right, just your favorite players that ended up being nobody, right? Yeah, I, I told, you, I told you before, I mean, uh, back in, in high school, um, back when the Bash Brothers were a thing, I had traded a, a uh, my Tecmo Bowl game, Nintendo game, <laughs> to my friend Luke for a couple pages of Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire cards. Could have paid out for you pretty if they were worthless. cheaters. Yeah. Pretty worthless. I mean, he's, he won that trade because uh, you can still play that game. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions there next on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, we've got a Foo Fighters album here to hand out digitally for free. Medicine at Midnight. We'll get that to you uh, via the email. Just need to figure out bad impressions this morning. Free music up for grabs if you'd like to play. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Friendly reminder how bad impressions works. Big J has worked diligently and hard to come up with three clues that points to somebody that is pretty famous. Sometimes you need all three clues to get there. Sometimes you just need one. But as long as you get there eventually, you will win that Foo Fighters CD. We will ship it directly to you via the email digitally of which you can download to any device that you want to. Laptop, computer, your telephone. Uh, give me something else. Uh, your, uh, your your tablet, right? Yeah, tablet, huh? smart speaker. So, uh, Get smart on the phone. display. If you want to play, let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. What's up, man? How you doing, man? What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh, you're up first. I'll be back. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That is correct. Congratulations. I'm not even going to ask you for more clues. Get to the chopper. But uh, why is Arnold in the news? Uh, Not really related to Arnold Schwarzenegger. But uh, he started this movie called True Lies, Nick. Yes. With uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Remember that? Yeah, I do. It's a lot of fun. Uh, And according to The Hollywood Reporter, CBS has handed out a formal pilot order for the long, gestating True Lies TV reboot. Now, it was greenlit at Fox, and then it just kind of hung out there for a couple years, and now they're like, it's all in. It's time. 
All right. And uh, the uh, the it would really pretty much focus around a dysfunctional married couple who must simultaneously save the world in their relationship. Uh, James Cameron and McGee are both attached still to this project, despite there being a dormancy for the project for many years. Cameron, who directed and produced the 1994 action comedy, is on board to executive produce. And uh, McGee has also been lined up to direct pilot, which is coming from the Disney-owned studio 20th Television. All right. Do we have any casting news yet? Uh, not so far. Burn Notice scribe Matt Nix has joined the team to be handling the scripts. All right. So, uh, Burn Notice was a fun TV show. I never watched it. Starring Bruce Campbell. Can't vouch for that. But I, I can say that uh, I did recently watch True Lies and it still holds up. It's great, man. Bill Paxton. Oh, rest in peace, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really, really good movie. And uh, I mean, save for, the, for save for the ending where the guy's on the missile. But I mean, other than that, everything else is really, really fun and really, really cool. And it, it, it goes to show you, and it does kind of set it up for future adventures of yeah. at the end of it, but doesn't really go anywhere with it. So it'll be interesting to see how this show picks up. Like, does it pick up before she's aware? Or are they? it sounds like eventually they're going to save the world together. Yeah. Like the end of the movie. But the whole true lies thing was supposed to be his wife has been in the dark for so long. Yeah. And he's been the secret exactly. agent for so many years. But uh, we'll see how it all plays out in TV form. Uh, will you watch it, Big J, or you don't know? Yeah, sure. I mean... Did you ever watch the Lethal Weapon TV show? A couple, a couple episodes, but didn't get into that. But okay. that's you know that's the thing to do these days. Take these movie projects and turn them into series. Yep. And sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap things up here next on the X Rocks. You take an elevator to the gallows, right? No elevator anywhere, really. Yes. Rob Zombie, uh, that is King Freak, and that's how we're wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Got to hear some Black Gravel Motorcycle Club this morning. Yeah. That's always kicking off the day the right way. I enjoy that very much. Also had a chance to get somebody qualified for that dating game. One more chance coming your way tomorrow to get in on that drawing, which we're also going to do tomorrow, right around this time, as a matter of fact. So make sure you're ready to go around 7.40 or so to play that dating game because we want to hook you up with $2,000 courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. We found out that Big J knew a lot about dark chocolate, but not enough to know that it's actually chocolate, which is unfortunate for Pop Culture Smackdown Duh. today. <laughs> dumb, dumb Big J. And we also had a chance to learn a little bit about axes and people jogging and even sinkholes over there in the UK. So it was a productive Thursday show, all things considered. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Today is National Don't Cry Over Spilt Milk Day, Nick. Life's too short, so don't sweat the small stuff. Easier said than done sometimes, but I get it and I respect it. Uh, and hopefully there's nothing that's uh, tearing you up that you're you're crying over these no, days. No, no. Uh, well, yeah, some things, but I mean, I would say they're more than just spilled milk. Love to know the origin story for that phrase. You don't want to know. It's very, very gross. Next set of X-Rock is brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. Check it out for yourself and get yourself a newer pre-owned vehicle. Randy filling in for Jason Drew one more day here. He's coming up next. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. It is the X-Rocks.